Can insecurities of your partner or yourself actually lead to an affair, cheating in a romantic relationship? The answer may surprise you. That's what we're talking about on today's podcast. You're listening to the Relationship Revival Podcast with John DeBach, also known as Mr. Spirituality. That's me. I'm your host giving you insights and guidance from over 10 years in the field of this amazing journey we call romance. On this show, I go over everything you need to know about how to get into a relationship, how to get the most out of a relationship, and sometimes even how to gracefully end a relationship without pulling your hair out and going crazy. And occasionally, I'm even joined by new and old friends who are also relationship experts to bring you guidance and wisdom with new perspectives. Thanks for stopping by. Let's talk for a minute about the nature of why insecurity can be such a significant problem in a romantic relationship. Essentially, what's happening when you are insecure is you have a different vision of yourself than the rest of the world typically has of you. Now, it could be that you don't have a certain feature or attribute of your character and the world sees it, but you're usually placing way too much emphasis on that void and not enough emphasis on all the great things that you bring to the world. And that's where that sense of insecurity and a lack of self-confidence comes from. Now, why is this so uh, disruptive in a romantic relationship because what's happening on a psychological level is you have a relationship with one person, right? Be it a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is, right? You have a relationship with that person and that person has a vision of who you are in their mind. And I can almost guarantee you that they're not with you thinking, gosh, you're so perfect except for this huge problem you have. They're not focusing on that insecurity. And when you focus on that insecurity, what you're essentially doing is rejecting the vision they have of you. Now, once in a while, if you're insecure and it doesn't come up much, it's not going to make a huge impact. But if it's a perpetual problem in the, in the relationship or even with your own sense of self-confidence, then it's going to come up constantly. And that constant kind of nagging or lack of confidence when it's verbalized or when it manifests in different ways and your partner sees it on a regular basis, it starts off as annoying because again, they don't look at you through that lens. But what happens over time is you are slowly changing their perception of who you are because you've rejected the version of you in their head. And when that happens, it's actually a really interesting thing to watch because what, what ends up happening is they, they will either cheat or break up or you'll fight all the time, but they feel like they're dating someone who they are in a, just a completely different person than who they started dating because they kind of are. They had this vision of who you are in your mind and you've ruined it through your own insecurities. And so now when they break up or cheat on you or fight with you, they're fighting with a different version than they thought they were going out with. Does that make sense? I hope so. So, and the reason this happens is because individuality, a sense of character is not something you can define so simply. 
you know, if, if I were to try to define myself, I would, you know, I don't know exactly where I would start. I'm a man. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a coach. I'm a counselor. I mean, these are all labels, but really I'm much more than all of that. And so are you. You have certain amount of generosity. You have certain talents and hobbies. And so the more a person gets to know you, the more facets of who you are they get to learn. And usually we don't focus on the negatives with someone who we're in a romantic relationship about. But as an individual, if that's a part of our character that we don't like and we kind of harp on it, then it becomes the part of us that is exposed to our closest friends and family and, of course, our romantic partner in kind of an exaggerated fashion. And that exaggerated fashion of the one thing you're not proud of can drive that person away from you. Now, I see this all the time in both men and women, and there's a stereotypical insecurity that each sex typically has. Now, I'm not going to say that it doesn't have crossover because it definitely does, but stereotypically and kind of classically in my own private practice, I see women having a lot of insecurity about the way they look. Could be, uh, especially after you've had a few kids and your body changes or as you grow older and it's harder to lose weight, or especially in couples that are going through uh, in vitro fertilization and there's hormone pills and different things that you're taking that change your body type, women get very insecure about their physical appearance. And what's ironic about it is that Physical appearance is is a, an attracting factor, but once you're with someone and you've kind of bought into it, a lot of what ignites that sexual chemistry is the familiarity, the friendship, and the confidence that you have in your own skin. I, uh, for example, I'll, I'll be a little personal here. I am a little overweight. And I've noticed that because I'm a little overweight, or you know, depending who you ask, a lot overweight, right? Uh, uh, I've, I pull at my own shirt because I don't like the way my stomach looks sometimes uh, in a shirt. I mean, just being completely vulnerable and open here about it. But I notice that I pull. I just kind of tug at this midsection of my shirt because the idea of a fabric kind of wrapping tight around the part of the body that I don't like is embarrassing to me. But if I'm comfortable in my own skin and I, you know, I'm not wearing something inappropriate for my body type, but I don't have to worry about it, that's going to ring a lot more sexually attractive to people because I'm not sitting there nervous and wondering, oh no, there's somebody going to see the one part of my body I'm insecure about. That's not attractive, right? People want to know that, okay, whatever. I have a, you know, a longer torso or I have shorter legs or I have, you know, my skin's not as smooth. As long as you don't make a big deal out of it and you focus on those aspects of your personality and aspects of your character that are attractive to other people, be it whether you're kind or funny or mysterious or engaging, whatever it is, there's going to be something that attracts people to you. And that comfort, that familiarity, like I, like I said before, and that confidence is what gets people to want to spend more time with you. And sexual chemistry 
comes from that comfortability. Yes, if you're trying to have a one-night stand or a fling, you could just parade a very good body that's been at the gym for several hours a day like a piece of meat and, you know, just kind of parade it around in, in, at, at a pool or, or at a, uh, you know, at a beach and find somebody to engage with you in that physical way. But generally speaking, in a long-term relationship, that's not what we're after. It's very far from it. And to be honest, when the lights are off, if you don't mind turning the lights off, your physical appearance isn't even seen that well. And if, and a little kind of pro tip from my time when I spent, I spent time doing movies in Hollywood, a little candlelight or dim light makes everybody look a lot better. So there's no reason to, to get hung up on these things unless your partner is verbal about it. And then, you know, you have to kind of have a discussion on why it's bothering them so much. And yeah, sometimes it's their problem and not yours. The most interesting thing and and kind of soul-crushing thing about this is sometimes, and, and, and I would say in my own personal anecdotal experience, it could be as high as like 50%. So about half the time when a man does have an affair with a woman, the woman that he's having an affair with is usually not even as attractive as his partner. And the reason for that is... They're getting tired of the insecurity. The insecurity has driven a wedge into their friendship. And when the, when the man keeps complimenting his wife or his girlfriend about how great she looks and she keeps saying, no, you're ridiculous. I look horrible. Eventually he just gets tired of hearing it, compliments someone else. And when they just say thank you with a smile, he's able to engage in a conversation that isn't frustrating and build a friendship. And that friendship, unfortunately, sometimes can lead to an affair. Now, men stereotypically uh, will be insecure about their finances or their profession. I see that happen quite a lot. So, and it's, it has a lot to do with the way men, men are painted in society versus women. But, you know, uh, typically a man with a bad job, unless he's got the body of an Olympic athlete, is going to feel a little uh, insecure about where he is in terms of his status and and appeal to the opposite sex. And so if you are the main bread earner in a relationship and the man in the relationship is between jobs, the insecurity there could be pretty debilitating. Now, I haven't seen it lead to as many affairs unless the man, uh, and again, this is just stereotypical. It can very easily, the roles of, of either of these can be reversed very easily. But stereotypically, the man, if the man gets neurotic and he starts talking about how bad he feels about not having a job and he starts using terms like I'm worthless or I'm just a failure, you know, when a man feels like a failure and he externalizes that through the way he talks and the way he acts, that could be a huge turnoff and extremely frustrating for any partner and can lead to someone looking for someone who feels a little bit better about themselves. The funny thing is when we all get older and, you know, are in our 80s, we realize that money and looks aren't as important <laughs> as as we really thought they were when we were in our 20s, 30s, 40s, even 50s. And what you want is that sense of loyalty, that sense of comfort, that sense of home that your partner can bring to you. And that insecurity ruins that feeling. Uh, 
So what you learn in your 70s and 80s, right, and and beyond, is really on on a subconscious level the driver for why people leave the relationship, but they can't articulate it. Another thing to keep in mind when you do have a physical insecurity that I forgot to mention earlier is that it often can be an inhibitor for sexual exploration. You know, if a woman especially is very self, self-conscious about the way she looks because she's gained weight or she's gone through some kind of medical procedure, sometimes I've seen it happen when they're scarring uh, or just different body types or energy levels, then there's certain sexual positions she might not be as comfortable in engaging in. She might not want to try certain things. She might insist that the lights be turned off. And that sexual inhibition, especially if it takes a kind of a sharp right turn to where the relationship was previously, can be a bit disheartening for a partner, especially when the partner still sees that person as gorgeous. And that sexual inhibition can be something that pushes the partner away. So that's another thing to keep in mind. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with the insecurity if that's the, if that is in fact what's going on? Um, seeking help and, and understanding that, you know, your vision of yourself is vastly different than the world at large and what your partner sees you as. Uh, it always is, you know, our own versions of ourselves tend to be, in most people, unless you're a narcissist, tend to be very, very harsh. We tend to judge ourselves very, very harshly compared to the way other people look at us. And um, and learning to accept compliments with grace is an important quality as a person to have. You know, whether you're in or out of a romantic relationship, the ability to say thank you with a smile and any kind of self-doubt that you have that's in complete opposition to that compliment really needs to be addressed in a journal, in therapy, or with a confidant, you know, a close friend, someone who's not actually issuing you the compliment. Because it is a bit of a character flaw. The ability to accept compliments and gifts for that matter, and a compliment is a verbal gift, let's, you know, say what it is, uh, with grace, to the ability to accept gifts and compliments with grace is part of being an adult. So it's something that you should work on if it's something that you're struggling with. If your partner is struggling with it, then bringing it up in a way where, uh, where you want to help them, where it's not a criticism is the way to kind of do that. Uh, so instead of saying you need to work on, you know, just taking compliments and doing it with kind of that angry tone, that's not going to fly. But if you say, if you make it about your own feelings, right? If you make it about how you're hurt that you won't, that your partner won't accept your compliment, they might look at it with a slightly different perspective. And you might try something like this. You might say, uh, you know, it hurts me when I compliment you and you reject the the vision I have of you because that's the vision I've fallen in love with. And I know that you might not see yourself that way, but that's how I see you. And it would be really nice for me if when I compliment you, you say thank you. See how that shifts the conversation to make it about you? Why is that important? Because people can't argue with your emotions. When you say, I'm hurt, no one can tell you you're not hurt. 
It is, it, it exists solely inside you. So making that shift in the conversation so that your partner realizes they're actually hurting you when they reject a compliment or, or a vision of you that they have, uh, might, might be a good way to approach, uh, the issue. Now, Let's take a look at some other insecurities that might happen because this can happen across the spectrum. I just talked about money and physicality, but it can really be anything. I once had a client who grew up in a, a fairly modest upbringing. You know, they, they didn't go out to eat much. And just as an example that she always used in our private sessions, when they did go out to eat, the idea of anyone in the family ordering something to drink other than water was ridiculous because water was free and why would you pay $5 for a soda when you can get, you know, when you can get it for a few pennies at the grocery store? I'm using exaggerations, but you kind of get the idea. And then she ended up marrying somebody who was uh, successful in his career and grew up in a very affluent family. And her insecurity about the way she was raised caused her to not want to go to these high society events. They were on the East Coast and there were a lot of these kind of big ball galas and donation fundraiser type events where they were black tie and she didn't feel equipped. It was like that scene in Pretty Women where she didn't know what forks to use. And he found it charming that she was down to earth and wanted her there, but she felt so uncomfortable that she didn't go to these after a while and he felt obligated because of all of his business dealings that he still had to go to these things. And he ended up meeting somebody else that he would frequent to these high society events quite often. And it led to some friction in the relationship. Luckily for them, they stopped it before it became an affair. And she worked through her issues. And he was much happier to go with his wife than with this other person that he kind of met in these circles. But it was dangerous for a little while. It was a little touch and go. So it could really be any any insecurity that comes up. What are some warning signs? What are some warning signs that these insecurities are actually becoming an issue and might lead to an affair? The one big one, the one huge one, is if your partner stops complimenting you. So if you were with someone who was verbally very effusive and talked about how pretty you were and through your rejection because of your insecurities, through your rejection of their vision and saying, I'm not pretty and constantly kind of brushing off those compliments, they eventually just stop. That's a red flag because that means that they've bought into this vision of you and that they're so annoyed with your insecurity that they've just moved on. And once they move on from one part of the relationship, moving on to another part and moving out of the relationship eventually becomes a little easier. So if someone was complimenting you before about any part of your character and they've stopped because you've essentially told them not to compliment you about that, that is a very big red flag. I would kind of take that to heart. Insecurity is something we all deal with. How you let it manifest in your life and how you let it manifest within a romantic relationship are very important. Again, you want to keep in mind that the vision you have of yourself will always, 100% of the time, be different than the vision others have of you. And in a relationship, it's important to honor the vision that your partner has of you. So if you are 
in your mind this decrepit, little, ugly, poor, lazy slob, but your partner has these rose-colored glasses on and think of you as the most beautiful creature who walks the earth and spreads kindness and is productive and a huge contributor to society, who are you to steal that vision from them? That's theft in many ways. If you're struggling in your relationship or you feel like you need a little bit of handholding to understand how to go from having a bad or even a so-so relationship to the one of your dreams, then I would love to speak with you. Head over to my website, mrspirituality.com. That's mrspirituality.com. And you'll find a big button there or a phone number. Just click or call and let's set up a free 20-minute consultation with you where you could speak to me or someone from our team one-on-one just you and us for 20 minutes where we can kind of guide you and show you how we can transform you into a relationship expert yourself. Again, it's a completely free consultation. Just head over to mrspirituality.com. Again, that's mrspirituality.com and click or call and we'll set something up for you right away.